0: I'm Lindsay.
1: And I'm Jessica.
0: And welcome back to Adam's Rib, ladies and gents. This is episode 145. Thank you to all of our reoccurring listeners. We appreciate your love. (laughs) New listeners, you can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. (laughs) You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. We have an email. Adams Rip Podcast at gmail.com we have a website com. we have a youtube channel we have blogs that come out every other just subscribe to the website <coughs> <laughs>
1: and you will know they'll tell you we'll tell you.
0: so this episode is called generational curses and i'm just going to jump right into it Mm -hmm. of what generational curses are and basically why we're choosing to discuss it. So the way I put it is that generational curse is basically a a destructive lifestyle or, or ways that are passed down from one generation to another basically. And the generational curse mentioned in the Bible in the Old Testament back then was a warning given to Jews that uh, they were to worship only God and not idols. So, if one generation fell away from God and worship, you know, pagan gods, God warned the <coughs> Jews that He would visit the iniquity on several future mm. generations. That's like, I know, I, remember, I was like, Ooh, that shook me. Mm. Going to visit the iniquity, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> ah.
1: God bless my children and their children right, right now. <laughs>
0: And so scripture tells us that the sin of the parents can cause the same pollution to be handed down to their children. So if we really think about it, you may know someone that says, you know, I'm not sure why I do this or don't do this. That's just all that's just all I saw when I was growing up. That will be considered, in my opinion, a generational curse. It is something that you've inherited based on the circumstances of your parents or the household that you've been brought up in, and that that's that may just be all you know. Mm-hmm. And so, what happens is that not only is the uncleanliness handed down, but I feel like you know demons move right in to take advantage of this often. And Especially at a very young age in a person's life, sometimes even you know before birth. So then that person then goes throughout life struggling with the same bondages <clears> that <throat> their parents struggle with, that maybe their parents struggle
1: with. And that's why it's generational, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So generational curses to me are something that is so it's so easy to get lost in, and it's so hard to identify sometimes, and it's even harder to break. Um. <clears throat> I feel like it's the easy thing to get caught up in because you just said it. It's so easy for to be like for us to say this is all I know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's so easy for us to just excuse some of our behaviors and some of our habits and some of our maybe not so positive ways. It's a girl. I'm so I'm all shit. In my bad. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm gonna get
0: I'm that, not that not last bit though. This part was so real. I'm so- the
1: microphone with my Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> and that coffee sound good to the moment. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that tickled me. Okay, so anyway, um, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just so easy just to say, well, that's all I saw my mama do it. That's all my daddy did. Like, and it's so easy just to use that as an excuse. But then I say it, it's 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 a hard thing to identify because you don't wanna if you are a loyal person to your family and to your to your parents your grandparents your aunties your uncles and them if you one of those type like then it's so hard to be like oh yeah well they showed they taught me this or it was their example that put this 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 bad thing inside of me or this bad habit that i have and even if you do identify it, it becomes an even greater challenge to just be like, I don't do this no more. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. is. It is so hard. I feel like
0: some people aren't even aware of it. You know what's sad? I was talking to a buddy of mine. We were just talking about just life relationships. Good guy, but I just, you know, we've had discussions of why don't you, like, keep a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not necessarily in a bad way, but I think he just knows that he's just not really the best in relationships. And he admitted, he was like, honestly, Lens. he was like, I just don't have examples in my family of what a marriage is supposed to look like or mm-hmm. what a sta- stable relationship is supposed to look like. He put my life an example. He's like, you know, look at your life. He was like, I can see why, you know, you'd be a good one, good, a good girlfriend, because that's what you grew up with. He's like, I didn't grow up with that. I just thought that was so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, he
1: recognizes that. But he even said, he's like, I don't know how to change it. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It is hard. Like, I mean, y'all know I'm open. Um, and my parents know what how I viewed art how I grew up but you know one of the greatest challenges for me is I grew up in a household with a married fam like married parents but there was a lot of things that took place within my parents marriage that did not give me an example of a healthy marriage mm-hmm. and so while marriage is something that I aspire for at the same time I have no clue on how to be a wife mm-hmm. because and it's not my mama's fault she was sick It wasn't like she couldn't do it. It wasn't like she chose not to do it, but because I literally don't have that example. And then when you look at further generations back, they had their own issues in in being a wife and being a mother. And so, yes, some of the very challenges that I deal with today, just as a woman, I can can literally go back and be like, well, I didn't see this, and I never saw that. And growing up, nobody was doing this. But it's not an excuse Mm -hmm. because... You still know right. You still know wrong. You still know what needs to be done. And so even though it's something that we've never seen, it doesn't mean that we can't fix it. Right. But that's a whole nother part. Yeah.
0: And if you're struggling with the same bondages as your parents or siblings, you know or you see your siblings with the same problems then it's obviously possible that you're suffering from the effects of a generational curse and many times when you see three generations suffering we'll just say from depression it's almost always a generational curse at work and a spirit of heaviness took advantage of those cures in each of their lives through the through the defilement that was passed down so the good news is that The blood of Jesus, you know, is more powerful than any bondage that you may have been handed down to you. And you can be set free and completely released from the effects of any generational curse that has been handed down to you. Because as we move on, even throughout the Old Testament and into the New Testament, accepting Christ for salvation breaks those generational curses because we are under this new covenant. But it does not remove the demon that still wreaks havoc, if that makes sense. So the cure is to repent of any sin-affiliated with that curse and then to just to speak out those generational demons is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And so I want to propose a question um, to our listeners. If Can you think of any negative traits or habits in your life that have been in your family line for generations? And perhaps you can identify negative patterns such as alcoholism, verbal or physical abuse, racism, bitterness, fear, you know, whatever. These are all areas of bondage, um, you know, and are there anything that you may have learned environmentally, anything to which you may be genetically, you know, predisposed of, or, or any binding influence passed down through other means? Whatever the bondage may be, the Lord wants to rebuild, restore, and renew those areas of devastation. I think that's key. I think we just assume that we need to be a slave to these things. That's just not the case. Mm-hmm. Because you have <clears throat> to face the strongholds head on. And we, I think we talked about strongholds, right, in mm-hmm. one episode. Mm-hmm. And so, If you don't, you know, attack these head-on, then they can just remain essentially unrecognizable, but they don't remain benign. So Mm -hmm. I can sit here and say, oh, no, I'm not sick, but, like, you are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. because you don't go to the doctor, no, you're not sick. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so family strongholds continue to be, you know, the the seedbed for all sorts of destructions that's been planted already. Mm -hmm. And so often we've grown up with these change change, these (laughs) chains, and they feel completely natural to us, but you consider them part of your personality rather than a strangling strangling yoke, and don't feel like you were meant to be a slave to this type of thinking or behavior, because you can be set free, and Hosea chapter eight, verse seven, it says, they sow the wind and reap the whirlwind, so parents and anyone raising children, you got to be careful, what, because what they, you sow, How can I put this? (laughs) What parents sow and may reap the wind in their own life and a whirlwind in the lives that follow. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) So never underestimate God's power to redirect and bless an entire family line for generations to come when we humble ourselves before him, confess your sin, and petition him for all redemption. I firmly believe that God will save a household of one person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because of that one person Mm -hmm. that maybe decide to be
1: set free from these strongholds. Absolutely. Um, Well, when you posed the question about Like, things that, you know, maybe our listeners can identify with from their own families. I mean, I guess that's even a question we can even ask ourselves. Like, can you think of anything? I know I can think of a couple, but. Well, you go first. Let me think. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. I know, like, in my family, infidelity is one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It is something that we've seen. Just, But I don't think
0: you struggle with that how do you know that okay i thought i knew jesse i'm sorry just because
1: i ain't married don't mean i ain't been on the other side well no i'm not wrong. saying that yeah, th- there's been moments got you okay. and you do know oh <laughs> you do my know. bad you do know i've told you all about it a few times oh so. i'm sorry yeah you know you know i forgot to get my
0: friends confused <laughs> yes. i'm sorry yeah i talked we've talked you you know <laughs>
1: Um but yeah so infidelity I definitely is like one um because I mean you know our father struggled with it I know that in generations before my father struggled with it uh, my brother and I have both had issues with it obviously on different sides of it um but because I'm not married but we've both had our our involvement with um infidelity um and so that's definitely something that our my family, I have seen, in on both sides of my family, my mother's fa- side and my father's side, I have seen that be a, a major struggle from, for us. Um, addiction is another one. Drugs, alcohol addiction, major, 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 major time, or generational curse, and that's literally been passed down from one generation to mm. the next, generation mm. to the next. I mean, no shade on my cousins. Love them dearly, but, <laughs> hey, it's like a Rastafarian party when I be going to their houses. But it was like that at my uncle and them house. It would be like that at they uncle and them house. <laughs> I mean, they just turn up. And they don't stop. Like, <laughs> they just don't. They sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> up until, for about an hour. <sighs> After about an hour and ten, it ain't so much fun no more. It's like, all right, everybody needs to stop. But... <laughs> But straight up, those are definitely, like, just a couple things. I mean, we have more, but those mm-hmm. are definitely two of the, the biggest things. Addiction and mm-hmm. infidelity are definitely my family's mm-hmm. struggles. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't really say mine are that extreme. I think I've just been fortunate, I think, in a lot of areas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In my family, I think, especially as I've gotten older, what I've noticed, I feel like my family just tends to worry a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And it drives me nuts, <laughs> actually. Mm-hmm. It does, It just drives me nuts, and I've never been a big <coughs> worrier i feel like they tend to just worry a lot about mainly like safety mm-hmm. and health mm-hmm. um i don't know so it, it's 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 annoying but i have the front philosophy i'm just not gonna be a slave to that it's just it's stressful mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely it's it's stressful so yeah. that's i feel like in my opinion is is a generational curse that
1: I don't know. That I can really kind of think of off the top of my head.
0: Mm hmm.
1: hmm. But like you said, it's something too that we've just got to, um, you just got to be willing to put forth the fight that it takes to break these curses. Um, because when she mentioned how, you know, God can save a house, a family, a household with just one person, I truly believe that now granted that might mean like if you still in your mom and daddy house and maybe it's your daddy or your mama it might mean removing yourself from the physical household but that doesn't mean the whole family can't be blessed if you want better Mm -hmm. um you know for me i wanted better i saw the behaviors and i saw the patterns being repeated and i saw myself doing a lot of the things that i saw growing up and I saw my parents struggling with, it or other m- older family members struggling with. It. And when I started seeing those patterns being repeated, and then now I got two little ones looking up to me, and those—that's who I am responsible for in my household. Do I really just want to keep being like, oh well, this is just how we are, mm-hmm. and go ahead and do it? When I know my gut, my intuition, my my spirit tells me all the time, this just ain't right. Yeah, this ain't right. This because we know better and that is one thing too then, when you know it's a generational curse when you know it don't feel right but you doing it anyway just cause your mama and them did it yeah. or just because you seen somebody else doing it growing up and it may not have been your mama <laughs> maybe it was the, your mama's best friend who was always at your house and you always call her auntie but she really ain't <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter who that person was but we can't always use what they do as an excuse for what we're doing mm-hmm. we have been created to do something different and we We create. We were born to with with a brand new chance. Yeah, you know, and I I think that's where we that when you said you don't want to be a slave to that, that was such a powerful word because Mm -hmm. it's almost like we are born with this weird slave mentality. Oh, because this is what we see. We gotta do this, or because Mm -hmm. this is what they said we gotta do. We gotta do it. Mm -hmm. No, not necessarily. If your daddy said you gotta sell dope, but you really don't want to, you don't have to. You don't have to be. saying you, Jesse, for things. that example. That's real life, and I've seen it happen. <laughs> not in my family. That was not my family. Okay. We had our struggles, but wasn't nobody making people sell drugs. <laughs> I have four steps to breaking the
0: generational curse. <laughs> Step number one is to f- what? What? Where am I laughing at? <laughs> you got steps for everything. Step I number love, one. I love one
1: list, man. I love them.
0: Is to fully surrender. <laughs>
1: So, I surrender.
0: The very first thing that you're going to have to do is to be willing to come into a full surrender of you and your entire life with the Lord. Their very first rule in spiritual warfare before you can even begin to do battle with these spirits is that you must be walking and operating in a full surrender with the Lord. Mm. If you are not willing to come into this full surrender with God, where he will now be the one to take over the reins of your life and lead your life into the direction that he will now want it to go in— then there will be no help and no deliverance from these demons that are holding you hostage. Mm. In James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Notice <clears> that <throat> the first command in that scripture is to submit to God. What this means is that you first must be willing to fully submit to God before you can even begin to resist and fight against the devil and his demons to make them flee from you.
1: That's the hardest part. What? Just being submitted. Just oh yeah, to submit. that's why it's number step number one because mm-hmm. it
0: probably takes a long time. <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> Trust so me. once you submit, then there's step two. <laughs> Girl, there we go. Confess the sins of your sinning parent to God. Now, you might be asking, why would God want you to confess out the sins of your father or your mother when you had nothing to do with their sins in the first place? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I believe the main reason could be that God may want you to know exactly why these you know spirits or demons whatever are coming after you in the first place because god wants you to have full knowledge as to what is going on behind the scenes in the spiritual realm and by confessing out what sins you know your sinning parent is committed against the lord you are now showing him that you have the knowledge and the understanding that these original curses is what has caused all of these events to occur as they have done in your own personal life Mm. so then step three is to be willing to fully forgive your parents. Before you can cast out these generational curses in your life and in your home, you will first have to be willing to fully forgive your sitting parent for whatever they have ever done to you, no matter how bad, how vile, how vicious, or you know maybe some of their abusive acts may have been towards you. Even if you don't feel like your emotions or thoughts could possibly line up with making this kind of confession before God— All God is asking from you at this time is your mental cooperation with him on the issue and make the best effort you can to verbally and mentally forgive your parent before God. So some of you may have been in a household where abuse took place or just some nasty things were happening. But if you want to be set free, you have to forgive first. Mm -hmm. And then lastly is breaking the curse lines. So the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 that whatever we bind on loose bind up on loose on this earth will bound or loosed up in heaven. So in other words, God has already given you his power, his anointing, his authority to trample over all the power of your enemies. And some of your enemies are definitely demonic spirits, in my opinion. So Mm -hmm. when you get into this part of your battle prayer, you'll be taking the spiritual authority directly from God the Father, and you will be commanding every inch and every part of this curse line to be completely broken, to be completely severed, to be completely demolished in the name of Jesus. Mm. And those are my four steps (laughs) to breaking the curses. Easy, right? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, girl. <laughs> It's easy said, easier said than done, obviously. But nonetheless, um, those steps are powerful, and quite honestly, it really is like the best way just to break free. Um, but I was listening to her. I mean, I we kind of we we ain't quite at the time of no, wrapping up. But I wrote something down while she was talking, and it, I guess it's it's okay. You know, we all have this uh, mindset. You know, this is all I know, right? Because I've said it. I say mm-hmm, it. I say mm-hmm. it all the time. This is all I know. But and it's okay that if this is all you know, but it's also okay, and it's to give yourself permission to want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where we get stuck in these generational curses. We feel like we're doing something wrong if we want to know more, if we want to expose ourselves to more. And, and granted, and we got to get out of this mindset, especially if it's a thing with our parents, because I have this bad. We got to get out of this mindset that as grown kids blaming our parents still for our mess. <laughs> yeah. My mom and daddy have nothing to do with what I'm struggling with today. Mm-hmm. They might have been they might have some root to it. But anything that I'm doing t- today as an adult in front of my children, that's my choice. It's my decision. It's on me. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to stop pointing the finger at mom and dad all the time and talk about what well, they did. This they they the ones that showed me this. They they the ones that, that I, it's all it's because of them. It's they fault. I'm like this. Eh. <laughs> they raised you, true enough, and they probably and and, and, and I'm sorry to anybody that didn't have that good example in that you know and and that safety of of a healthy environment i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i'm sorry for you and i'm sorry for me i'm sorry for us but at the same time we can't be stuck there we are not kids anymore we can't let our little hearts break for those little kids in us anymore we've got to be the adults that we are and we got to create our own legacy because ultimately general generational curses are linked to your legacy when you are gone what do you want to be left? What do you want to be remembered for? Yeah. Just still talking about what you, this is all you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to be known for the person who decided I'm going to push past what I know? You don't have to forget it. It's not, not, it's not about being, not being loyal. Cause I'm still loyal to mine, but I don't do what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm loyal to my family. I'm loyal to my parents, my, my my entire family. I love them, but they might call me bougie. Cause I would rather go eat at the cute little bougie brunch spot then go sit in the living room while they roll up. Like, that's just <laughs> not my thing. It's, I'd rather do something different. But it doesn't make me less loyal. It just makes me that person who decided to put in the work to push further, to go further. And so you have that same power. You have the same power. And you are you are backed by it and you are supported by a God who's going to make sure you can do it. He's going to make it happen. He'll bring it to fruition, whatever the desires of your heart is. Speak it before him and you're good. So, with that being said, I think it's time to go. Thank you for tuning in. Cut these generational curses. And we'll be blessed later. Love you guys. Peace out.